If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growandemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growandemaillist.com. That's growandemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. So what we did is we sent out an email or two to our full email list and just kind of started priming the audience, talking about Pinterest strategy, talking about the topic of Pinterest and talking about this idea that we need traffic in order to sell our offers. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. If I shared one of my guilty pleasures, it would be this. I love hearing creators break down the inspiration, the why behind their creations, whether it is a digital launch or a brand new product or the inspiration behind their book or why they decided to make a decision that they did. I just love when people reverse engineer things. It's like one of my favorite things to listen to. And that is exactly what I'm about to do today. So I hope that you are someone just like me. We recently launched my signature program, the Pinterest Lab. It is a course that teaches students how to leverage the platform that is Pinterest and use it to drive traffic and eyeballs to their hard work. I am obsessed with this program. It is a program that has changed so many entrepreneurs' lives. And the coolest thing was, is it was the best launch we have ever done in the history of ever. It was our best launch financially, best launch numbers-wise, best launch energetically. Like It was incredible. And I honestly loved every minute of it. I'm sure you can hear the love in my voice. And so today, we are going to reverse engineer what worked and break it all down. Are you ready to dive in? Here we go. If you love Gold Digger, then you'll love the Side Hustle Pro Podcast hosted by Nikayla Matthews Akome, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. 
Side Hustle Pro showcases diverse entrepreneurs who have scaled from a humble side hustle to a full-blown profitable business. Every week, you'll learn actionable strategies to start small and get going wherever and whoever you are. In Nikayla's recent episode titled How to Make Content for Your Business in Less Than One Hour a Week, I learned so much about how to optimize recording sessions to get content done quicker, as well as new content creation tech and tools. You have to tune in. Listen to Side Hustle Pro wherever you get your podcasts. So before we dive in, I wanted to kind of talk about the history of launching and just some of the trends that I've seen in my own life and business. So it's been really interesting. In the last few years, I actually haven't done like a very big live launch. I've done a lot of like quieter, smaller launches. And I honestly feel like since I became a mom, my energetic bandwidth to do a very big live launch just didn't really feel there. And I feel like there's a few different reasons why this time I was like, let's go, let's go big. And I'll talk about those in just a minute. But I wanted to say that oftentimes when people talk about launching, they talk about like how grueling and intense it is. I remember when I learned launching years ago, I learned it from a woman who had this energy that was like frenetic and like anxious. And it made me think like, oh my gosh, launching is like preparing for battle. Like, why does anyone do this? Like, yes, the financial reward is amazing, but like, this is so intense. And I just don't subscribe to that. Like, it doesn't work with me. It doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't motivate me. And if you are someone who you're like, I want this to be fun, I just want you to know it can be. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed this launch so much and my team loved it. It was just this like beautiful energy. And I just want to bring that out. And I also want to like bring it into the world of like launching a new creation that it doesn't have to be this like super intense things. Yes, things break, things go wrong. You maybe forgot something that happens to all of us. But it's like that energy that you bring into it. I think that people feel that especially your team, but also your dream clients. They feel that too. So in the last few years, I've done more quieter and condensed launches. And there's a few reasons why. One, I didn't have an office space. So in our last home, I would do my webinars from a very crowded closet. And it was just tricky. Like we'd always be trying to figure it out. Like, will the kids be sleeping? Is everyone going to be quiet? It was, it was more stressful in that sense. And now that I have an office, I just have so much more freedom. Even recording this podcast episode, I used to have to really coordinate like when the house would be quiet and would it be quiet so that I could record. And having a designated office space has just made it feel like a lot more inviting in my life to do things like live webinars and not be super anxious about if it's going to work with the context of my family. I also have done kind of quieter launches in the past where I'm still emailing my list and like promoting them slightly. But the bigger goal of those launches was to get a really solid product for Evergreen, which is automation. And so I kind of was doing those launches in this effort to like update everything, get everything current, and then just have a really strong recording that could run for the rest of the year. But there was a few reasons why I was like really excited about doing a live launch and kind of seeing like what we're capable of. And it's interesting because in the past few years, I've done some bigger launches like monetarily and energetically, but they've been more affiliate launches. And I feel like since 2020 and there was the iOS update, there's been all of these different things. There might have been a part of me that was like questioning like, does this still work? Can this still work for me? Do the things that used to work, do they still work when you put them into action? And 
I think that there was this little seed of doubt within myself. You know, I watched these affiliate launches do really well, but someone else was selling their product. And this launch was like the biggest motivator and rejuvenator for myself, my business, and my offers. Like it just reignited something within me. So there are so many moving parts to a live launch, specifically a live launch of a digital course. So if you're listening to this and you don't have your own digital course, I want for you to just think about the things that I'm about to talk about in the context of whatever it is that your offer is, whether you have a new service that you're going to promote, or you have a new offer or a new business or a new side hustle or whatever that looks like. All of this can be translated. It's just your job to be the translator of taking what I'm about to talk about and asking yourself, how does this work for me? Or how does this make sense for me? So when we talk about a live launch, there are so many different moving parts. There is the pre-launch, the launch itself, and the post-launch. In the pre-launch phase, we did a lot of updating. And I will say that when I think about all these phases, specifically in the timing of this promotion, from beginning to end, it took about, mm, gosh, probably 2 months total. So it's not just you make all this money in one week and then you're done. Like the whole prep and launch and even the post-launch period that I am still finding myself in, it's about 2 to 3 months. So it's not this like quick hit. While the launch itself is quick, the planning, prep and execution of it take a little bit longer. So in the pre-launch phase, what we did is we updated the course. And this is something that's really important to me as a creator, specifically as a creator of marketing content. I want my courses to be up to date. I want them to be current. I want them to follow best practices. And so we went through the course from top to bottom and updated it. So we removed any references that didn't make sense. For example, Pinterest used to have hashtags on the platform. They no longer. So we removed all of those references from the program to keep it really clear and simple. I re-recorded parts. We also went through and really updated the offer. I'm going to share about what was super helpful in that. But I wanted to kind of re-evaluate like, what is this offer? Who does it help? How does it help them? And what is inside that will help anyone who might get stuck or who might doubt that this could work for them? And so we actually updated the entire offer. The course itself stayed relatively the same, just with new content that was relevant to the year that we find ourselves in. But the offer did change a bit. We also went through and did a full copy refresh. So we had been utilizing copy that had been written for about maybe like 4 years ago. And we did a huge overhaul on all of the pieces of copy. So we're talking sales page, webinar registration page, thank you page, email copy, ad copy, captions for social media, like all of the copy was touched. And then we also updated all of the pages that the copy lived on. So again, the sales page, the webinar page, the thank you page, the replay page. So we went through and kind of rebranded and updated all of those pages. We also updated the webinar, updated the ads, the photos, the copy, the videos. And we, you know, basically overhauled everything. And so one thing that I love is. What is incredible about digital courses is that if you can create them with this evergreen or this like long term vision in mind, when you go to do updates, it shouldn't be these massive overhauls, though it could be like we didn't start from scratch. We started with what we had and we updated it. But we also really did like a massive update in terms of all of the marketing. 
And this is really crucial. Even when we did these more like micro quieter launches, that was a part of the process because I feel like, especially if you have something in automation, meaning it is just running and helping you get sales every day, you want to make sure that there is a time on your calendar where you are looking at how you can update all of these parts to really optimize the campaign. And so every single year, we do an update like this to each of our programs so that our students are getting the latest and greatest info. And so that we have like the fresh marketing angles, the fresh marketing copy and the fresh marketing pages. So there was a lot of prep and work that went into this. And there was a lot of people involved here, right? So we had one team member who was reviewing the course and suggesting the changes. We actually outsourced a lot of our copy needs. And so we had a team of copywriters working on that. We had a web designer helping us with the pages. I took on the brunt of the webinar. We had our graphic designer helping with the ads. And we had our copywriter helping with the copy. So like you can see, like there were a lot of moving parts for us. But I also want to remind you, that when I used to launch before I had a team of this size or the resources that I have, I was the one doing all of these things. And so if you are preparing for a launch coming up and you are thinking like, oh, you know, I'll get around to this or do this, like start early and anticipate as much as you possibly can so that when you get into that launch phase, you're not having that anxious, frenetic energy, you feel ready and equipped. So we did a ton of prep in advance, which was super helpful. And at this stage of the game, we've done so many launches that we kind of know what we need to anticipate and how we can prepare in advance. I think one of the reasons why our team energetically enjoys the work that we do, even in you know busier times like launching, is because we are so good at anticipating what our needs are going to be and preparing them before we get into the crazy. So that was a lot of the stuff that we were doing in terms of updating. Again, I'll review. We updated the course. We updated the offer. We updated the copy. We updated the web pages. We updated the webinar. And we updated the ads. So again, a ton of work went into this before we even got in to the launch itself. So here's what worked for this launch. So here's kind of the timing of what it looked like. So One week, we do pre-webinars where we are just inviting people to show up to our training. So we have one week of webinar invites. Then we have webinar week. And that is when the cart opens. So that's when the course is for sale. That usually happens when the first webinar happens. So our cart opened on a Tuesday. And then it closed the following Tuesday. So you can kind of see that the main launch period is about 14 days in length, one whole week dedicated to inviting people to the webinar, the other whole week dedicated to selling the program. So I'll break this down into the three phases. So we have the pre-launch, the launch, and then the post-launch. So in our pre-launch phase, we were really focusing on these new additions and re-recording the program. We also decided to up the price of our program by $100. So Previously, the program was $197, which is very affordable. And we updated it and we added so much value in our updates that I was super confident and clear that we needed to raise the price. So we raised the price by $100. And what I wanted to do is, is I recognized since this program had been in automation, there were people who were likely either on the fence of buying it or maybe didn't buy it yet, but needed a reason to. And so we actually offered 
the old price to anyone who is in the funnel recently. And we said, Hey, we are making these amazing updates to the program. You're going to get the brand new program. We are raising the price by $100. So if you want to lock in before we do the price raise, you can lock in right now. And we did that and we did a good amount of sales. It wasn't as much as I anticipated, but we had segmented it down to a very small audience. So we basically said like anyone who has been in this funnel in the last 90 days, we'll give them this offer so that they can jump in before the price goes up. And so it did give us some financial resources before we actually got into the launch. And I liked that just because I'm like, these people recently heard the price. And now if they watch our live launch and they see that updated price, they might be kicking themselves. And so we wanted to give them that chance to opt in. It's something that I wasn't crazy about, but I would probably do again if we do another price raise in a different program. We also always love to use a pre-launch phase as a way of priming our audience. And I will be honest and say that we did a decent job on this, but I think that we could do even better in the future. I think that the pre-launch period is super, super critical. When we break down the pre-launch period, we really want to think about content that is going to help people understand the what, like The what here is like Pinterest is a search engine that can allow your work to be found. And the why, the why is you need people to have their eyes on your content and your work and your offers in order to become consumers or clients of yours. And so we focused our pre-launch content on the what and the why. And then our launch itself was the how. Here's how you do this. And so it's really, really important that you don't just dive into a launch cold. So what we did is we sent out an email or two to our full email list and just kind of started priming the audience, talking about Pinterest strategy, talking about the topic of Pinterest, and talking about this idea that we need traffic in order to sell our offers. And so it was kind of, again, focused on the what and the why, and then the launch itself was focused on the how. Another thing that we did in the pre-launch period that I'm absolutely going to do for any of my future launches, and I highly recommend it, is that we really looked at what is the offer and how do we paint the destination and not get lost in the process. A lot of times when we are pitching or selling our own things, we get so obsessed with like the features and the process of how do you get to this place and we forget to paint the destination. In fact, I heard this story from a man named Colin Boyd. And I'll tell you how he helped me with this launch. But he was talking about like, if I were to tell you like, hey, let's go to Mexico. Okay. So in order to go to Mexico, we have to book really expensive flights. And then we have to take a taxi or an Uber to the airport really early in the morning. You have to go through TSA. You have to take your shoes off. You have to wait for the plane. Maybe the plane is going to be late. You have to unload your suitcase. You have to get... you know. We talk about that when we sell instead of saying, Hey, do you want to go to Mexico? And we could like sit on a cabana and we could drink a delicious drink and we could look out at the ocean. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? And a lot of times as marketers, we get so caught up in teaching the process and talking about the process that we forget to paint a beautiful picture of the destination that gets people excited. And so when I was in this pre launch phase, I was really looking at like, what is the destination? 
How does this matter? The destination is, is getting traffic to your hard work. You, my friend, are on this content creation hamster wheel and you're creating all this content, but no one's actually seeing it. And because no one's seeing it, you're just thinking that your content sucks, but that's not actually the thing. You need to use a tool to drive traffic to that content so that you can convert that traffic and get real results. That's the destination. Imagine with me, here's the destination. Imagine with me, you have this system that takes you under one hour a week that drives traffic to your hard work and that traffic converts into real results. And you know, without a doubt that you can turn on and set and forget this system every single week so that it can run while you rest. That's the destination. That is the Mexico cabana. Not saying, okay, here's what you need to do in order to get this, right? So I thought a lot about this in the pre-launch phase. Two things that were very helpful for me. So there is this guy who I mentioned named Colin Boyd. I was listening to my girl, Amy Porterfield's podcast the week before my launch happened. And Colin was on Amy's podcast talking about different storytelling strategies. And he was telling that story about like how to focus more on the destination and not the process. And I was literally taking notes. I remember I was on a plane. I listened to this podcast two times. It was that good. And I asked Amy, I texted Amy and I said, would you put me in touch with Colin? I have a few questions for him. And I'm just curious if you'd be willing to help me. I was in the phase of creating my webinar and the techniques that he had for storytelling were just so compelling to me. And so Colin kind of flew in like a knight in shining armor in this pre-launch phase when I was preparing my webinar and I was second guessing everything. And he helped me solidify these conversion stories that I told on the webinar. If you want to learn more about Colin, he actually did an interview with me, episode 665. It was a recent episode that we aired. It was so good. Or you can go to jennacutcher.com slash story and you can learn more about how he helped me tell better stories on my webinar. So that was super helpful. The other super helpful thing in the pre-launch phase was Alex Tremosi's book, 100 Million Offer. It is such a good book. I have recommended it to so many people. And in his book, he talks about how to create an irresistible offer. And I actually use a lot of his frameworks in repositioning my offer, in thinking through what are the possible objections that someone's going to have? How can I help them overcome those objections? And what is the offer itself? And so both Colin and Alex were really, really helpful in the critical phase of creating my offer that we were going to share during the launch. The other thing that I really thought about in this pre-launch phase was just thinking about different angles. So a lot of times when we create, at least for myself, I create with this smart goal. So I always love to think about like my courses and saying like, when you take this program, you will learn how to drive traffic to your offers in under one hour a week. That's a really great you know, marketing angle, right? But that's just one angle. And so I had to think about like, what other angles does Pinterest help with? And how can I share that with people? So I thought about Pinterest gives your content a longer shelf life. It really elongates the longevity of your content. So you can create less, but generate more results with it in a long-term way. Pinterest can also save you a ton of time. Again, my strategy takes under an hour a week, 
Whereas the average small business owner is spending eight hours a week on marketing. If they could just spend one hour a week giving their content a longer shelf life and driving more traffic, they would see a much greater ROI for their time spent on marketing. So I was thinking about more angles because in the past, I think I kind of just drove really hard on one angle. And I was trying to think of like, well, that angle might not make sense for someone, but what are angles that would connect with somebody regardless of where they're at in their business or what that looks like? And so I really spent a lot of time on the offer itself, the presentation of the offer and the angle of the offer. And this was all during the pre-launch phase. So really the pre-launch phase was like prep. And then it was also priming my audience. And so starting to talk about the topic of Pinterest more on social media to our email list and just getting people to start thinking about the what and the why and buying into that so that when we got to the how, they were ready to dive in. It's no secret that business owners are under a lot of pressure right now. We're pressured to get more leads, close deals faster, get better insights to create the best experience for customers, and so much more. So how do we manage it all while still ensuring the best customer service? That's where HubSpot comes in. HubSpot is a customer relationship management tool that is easy to set up, intuitive to use, and customizable to the way that you do business. Drag and drop your way to attention-grabbing emails and landing pages, set up marketing automation to give every contact white glove treatment, plus AI-powered tools like Content Assistant mean less time spent on tedious manual tasks and more time for what matters most, your customers. HubSpot has all the tools you need to wow prospects, lock in deals, and improve customer service response times. Let HubSpot take the pressure off your shoulders and get started for free today at HubSpot.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay. So the next section, let's talk about our launch. I'm going to share some of the things that went really, really well. So first, our chatbot integration was insane. So a while back on episode 639, I talked about this brand new automation strategy that has been so transformative in my business. If you've been noticing on social media where I'm dropping like a trigger word and then saying like, DM me this word and I'll send you X, Y, or Z. This has been 
like a game changer. If you want to know or like if you're curious about how this works or you kind of want to test it out or you want to get connected with the person who is helping me with this, just message me the word chat in a DM. Like hop onto Instagram, send me the word chat and you can connect with my team who ran this for me. But it has been so life-changing, like so crazy life-changing. So during our launch, our chatbot integration was insane. Over half of our webinar registrations came organically through that automation. They were listening to the promotion and they were opting in to get more information. This was a massive reason why I believe this was our best launch in the history of ever. I think what was so cool about this is that in the past, it has been really hard for me to get on social and be like, click the link in my bio, click the link in my bio, right? Like it's just not a great user experience for people. And even with, you know, the swipe up or the like tap links, it takes people off of Instagram and then you have to kind of get them through and get them the information they need in order to make an informed decision. And so with this integration, it's such a seamless thing. So people could literally register for the webinar inside of their Instagram DMs. They could literally select the date and time they wanted to show up, send over their email. We could load them into our system. And so what was incredible about this launch is that we had set our initial goals, which were pretty high. But those goals were relying on paid ads to get the majority of registrants. And we had no idea what it would look like with this ManyChat automated integration. And it crushed it. It also helped us really maximize our results. Because again, these people are warm. They're likely followers of me. They're following along with this launch and they're opting in and we're making it so easy for them. So half of our sales of this launch were attributed to people who were in that automation sequence. That is huge. Like half of our sales. So this is showing us that one, it's a really great method to get people off of your social and into your promotion. And two, it works. We also doubled my VIP DM list. So there's kind of this new like broadcast thing on Instagram where you can basically opt in to be on someone's VIP DM list. And that means that they can send you broadcasts whenever. And that means that you'll get those DMs. And so we were able to double my VIP DM list during the launch, which also allows us to reach people more directly. And we added 12,000 new email subscribers through the automation alone. Like those results alone, even if it didn't connect to monetary gains, would be so transformative for my business. So here are some of the stats on our chatbot. And again, if you want to see how this works or just be connected to the team who does this for me, message me, send me a DM with the word chat, and you can connect with my team. So our Instagram reels and our two carousel posts brought in 60% of our webinar leads and purchase inquiries. I know a lot of people are like, do people even look at the feed anymore? Does any of that matter? 60% of our webinar leads and purchases came through Instagram reels and our two carousel posts. We had a 13% conversion rate for our many chat leads. So again, you might be thinking, okay, well, you got all these people, but like, did they actually convert? They converted and they converted very well. We sent out a number of reminders throughout the launch for people who had opted in and people appreciated them and they did not complain about them. So for example, if somebody signed up for a Tuesday webinar at 11, at 10 a.m., we sent them a reminder in their DMs and they appreciated that. Like I think it helped all of our stats across the board and it's just a more direct way to remind people. Of course, we send, you know, email reminders and things like that, but I don't know about you, but like I'm not constantly checking my inbox. And so that was super helpful. 
We also did Instagram lives and those crush it because I'm not only able to get leads in real time using the live where basically you can pin a comment that says, you know, DM me or comment below 20x and I'll send you a link to register. So again, if you want to check out what this Pinterest thing is, you can literally hop onto Instagram, send me 20x, just 20, the number 20x. And you can see how this automation worked. It was incredible. But on Instagram Lives, I used to hate doing Instagram Lives because again, it's not a great user experience. You're having somebody watch a live and then you're saying, okay, click out of this live, go to my bio, click the link, then sign up. But because we were able to keep everything on the platform, someone would comment 20x and then we could send them the invite to the webinar. And it was just like a really seamless process. And it was incredible. Like I actually enjoyed doing the Instagram lives because I could watch in real time it move the needle for us. It did a really good job of capturing leads, not only in real time while I was live, but also in the replay. We also sent out a six-minute version of our webinar. And so this was super helpful specifically for people that were in the funnel. We were saying, Hey, if you didn't have time to attend you know, the hour-long webinar, we have a short condensed version. If you want that, just click here. And I think that was really helpful. Another thing that was really spurred by this amazing automation and how it was transforming our launch is it really excited me to be more present on social media. I know I probably drove people crazy, but maybe not during my launch of just being more in your face with my marketing than I traditionally am. But it was because I could literally watch every piece of content that I was creating move the needle. So I did way more Instagram stories. I did some reels. I did some lives. I did some carousels. So something that was really interesting that I would love to just share with you and you can kind of take with it and run is that we've been testing out different marketing strategies. I think that a lot of times when we go into a launch, we try to be like so on the nose with our marketing so that it like is so specific to our launch and it matches the branding of the launch and it is like perfectly on the note of the launch. And what was really interesting is that our top two posts during this launch we're more lifestyle based than on the nose of like, do this on Pinterest. We had some of those posts, they did all right. But our top two performing posts were more based on the different angles that I had really thought about in the pre launch phase, talking about the topics of time, talking about the topics of your return on investment. They weren't so, you know, specific to Pinterest. It was content that people would watch even if they didn't know they needed Pinterest. And I think that that is why that worked out well. And so I think that those lifestyle type posts do really well. And I think that was a really big win for us. One of our top posts was this reel that literally just said, like, start today, commit for the next three months. And that one performed really well. It had nothing to do with Pinterest. It didn't say start on Pinterest today, it was just start today. And then I also did this video of me putting on makeup and baby Quinn is in the carrier. And I just dropped some words on that video that told a story about how our content doesn't last long on social, but there's a better way, a better way to spend your time. And so again, it was just kind of an interesting look at this. And I know that it might look different for each business owner, but just something to think about is again, what different angles can you use to market your products and think about that so that if somebody doesn't know they need your product, they're still watching the content or consuming the content and maybe that's piquing their curiosity. So into the launch itself, we did three live webinars. So I had three full live webinars and I love doing three of them for a couple of reasons. One, 
it gives people different times that they can choose to attend. So, you know, people have different schedules. Two, it gives me the opportunity to really find my flow. So I always feel like the first webinar is slightly clunky. The second one, it gets more refined. The third one, it is like really good at that point. Like I feel like I find my groove. And three, I love doing a series of webinars because then you can choose the one that like flowed the best, that felt the best and use that one for automation or evergreen if you end up putting your offer into evergreen. And so I just like having multiple takes because I know that I can't always nail it on one. And so we did three live webinars that worked out really well. We had to like up all of our software. We ended up with almost 25,000 registrants across the board, which is just insane. And so we had to like up all of our software so that we could fit everyone onto the webinars. One of the evening ones, I did one at night and it was snowing outside and we have Starlink, which is like a satellite internet. And I had to like quickly drive over to this office space because I was worried that my Wi-Fi was going to go out and it would crash. And so it was just like some of those like live launch things just happen. But I loved having the three live webinars and that was super helpful. Again, I kind of brought this up briefly, but we did this awesome short version of the webinar. So we call it a five-minute webinar. I learned it from Russell Brunson. And I believe a woman named Jamie Cross created this five-minute webinar idea based off of Russell's perfect webinar strategy. And so it's been something that we've done in our business for a couple of years. But essentially, it's like a distilled down version of the full webinar for people that want the Cliff Notes version or that they're on the fence or they kind of already understand And so we recorded this shorter version of the webinar and it did really well. After the live webinars were done and we kind of had captured that audience that was going to attend those, we moved more promo to that shorter webinar and that seemed to perform really well, specifically with our warm audience. So people that were already a part of our audience. I know for me personally, like I don't always have time to sit down and watch a one hour long webinar, but I know that I need the product, right? So it's like, just sell me the product. And so it's a much more direct way to do that. And a succinct way to do that. And so that's something we want to go a little bit deeper on next time and figure out a little bit more strategy around that. And then the other thing that went super well with this launch is that we had a lot more optimization. So coming from a strategy standpoint, like I love strategy. It's like, it just comes to me. I love it. I enjoy it. But we haven't always had the bandwidth to do all the optimizing that we've wanted to. And so this time around, we really dissected the whole thing and thought about different ways that we could help people throughout the launch process. So there's a plugin called Add Decal, which basically adds the webinar to people's calendars so that they're more likely to show up, right? If you have like an appointment or something on your calendar, you're probably more likely to make it than if you don't. We were really focusing on optimizing things like our thank you page video. We had a better time zone converter for people that needed to convert to a time zone to understand what time it was. We had more reminders to show up for the webinar. So again, we used the many chat reminders. We also had email reminders. We were just thinking through like, again, how can we help people in this process? And I think that the optimization and just that strategy piece really made a big difference. It's like those minuscule differences, but it really, really shows up and makes a difference in your results. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. 
You'll reach your goals faster, whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On the back end of the launch, we had all hands on deck for support. In the past, you know, we would historically have, you know, anywhere from 8,000 to 12,000 registrants, which is a really sizable launch. But we were at 25,000 registrants for this launch. So we needed as much support as possible. And so it was really incredible to watch my team, which is a very small team, manage and support each other and support everyone that was in the launch process. 
So we use a program called Snap Engage, which is like a live chat feature. And we use that during launch. And we kind of take turns on who's going to be manning the chat. So we had like 5 different team members that were taking turns in the chat, live chat on the sales page, answering questions, helping people get off the fence, being available to support. We also had tons of email support. We had support in our Facebook communities. Like We were just making sure that it was like all hands on deck. We were distributing the roles. It was truly a team effort to really help people get their questions answered and to make sure that we were doing the best job that we could. One thing that we do during a launch is we'll pay attention like on the webinar or in our emails. If we're getting the same question often, it's usually a reflection of a miss on our part. So we were creating email templates to answer questions, changing up things on the sales page to make sure that we were really clearly answering certain questions. But the support from the team was just incredible. And the energy around it was beautiful. I remember on cart close night, I was getting super tired because I go to bed early. And the team was like still on just like super excited to see where we finished up. So that was the launch itself. Because we did such an amazing job anticipating our needs on the front end, the biggest weight for me during launch week was just rocking those live webinars and then also really utilizing social media to continue the momentum that we had gained. And then also just making sure that the team had what they needed to support. And I jumped in and helped support as well in certain areas of the launch. But the launch went super smooth. It was amazing. Like even the week that our cart was open, I remember that weekend, like I was totally offline, didn't crack open my computer once. Like we had just done such a good job of like gearing up and leading up to the launch that it didn't feel like a huge burden. It felt really exciting. So finally, post launch, we have just been doing a lot of reviews. So in the past, we've kind of just been like, all right, the launch was awesome. This went really well. Let's just put it into Evergreen and have it be automated. Bada bing, bada boom, it's done. And this time around, I really thought and loved that we had so much more insightful data that would allow us to further optimize before we put something into automation. And so we were really leaning on different contractors that were a part of the launch and saying, okay, what did you see? What do you think we could improve? Where should we try something new? What do you want to experiment with? And we also, and I talked about this in an episode early this year, we've also been working with a team to really set up incredible data and tracking within my business. And so we were building out these massive reports that would literally tell us like, How many people registered from this email? How many people purchased that registered from that email? Like, we want to figure out, like, where in the launch are people making decisions, whether it's to register or to purchase or to not purchase? And how can we use that data to really guide and drive our decisions? And so, the post launch period, instead of rushing it and just popping this whole campaign into automation, we really wanted to take the time to optimize every aspect of it and to really look into okay, what did this launch teach us? Because live launches give you so much information if you look for it. And you can take that information and make the automation even stronger. And so it was a huge period of like data collection, gaining insights, like asking and leaning on our contractors of like, give me what you think we need to try next time and making sure that we document everything and organize everything so that a year from now, when we go to do the next live launch, we have all of this insight on the ready, guiding our strategy forward as well. And so I've just loved this like time to optimize and really think about like the nitty gritty things because I recognize that like improving one metric, like 0.1% can have a massive impact on your income. 
So that has just been a really, really fun thing for me as a CEO and a boss. And also just to see how far I've come. Like we did not have data and insights like this before. We were really kind of just like crunching numbers in a Google sheet. And so now that we have some of these more robust systems, really figuring out how can we lean on them to leverage and optimize before we put something into automation. Overall, this launch was incredible. I used to love sharing numbers on this podcast. And there's a part of me that dies inside that I am not doing that. But I've been advised to just like kind of be a little more tight lipped. I'm like such a free flowing girl. But to give you context, our previous last launch, we more than doubled it in this one. And so when I look at the last time we live launched this program, we quadrupled our results in about two years. So It has just been incredible to watch the growth and to see the strategy pay off. And it gave me just this new fire and excitement to continue to promote and share about my programs. And it just gave me this like reinvigorated energy as a business owner of like, I cannot wait for our next launch. Like, I'm so pumped up about it. And I'm also just so crazy about Pinterest and why every business owner needs to have it as a part of their marketing strategy that like it was so easy for me to talk about a program because it is a program that teaches you in about 2 hours how you can take our exact system 20 extra traffic in under an hour a week leveraging Pinterest regardless of how many followers you have on that platform regardless of if you've only used it in the past as a means to collect pretty things Pinterest is a search engine it is not social media and so it is so easy for me to talk about this If you want to learn more about Pinterest, you can go to teachmetopin.com or slide into my DMs and DM me 20x. That's 20x. Slide into my DMs, send me 20x. And if you want to learn more about our chat funnels and the automated strategy that I really believed fueled a massive part of this launch, you can slide into my DMs and send me the word chat and you can see how it all shakes out. Thank you to all of my new students who are in the Pinterest lab. I am so excited for you. I love watching you run and get your results. I love watching you complete and follow through an online course and just be so proud of yourselves. And I love seeing your content on that platform and how you are going to drive traffic using that. And so congratulations to all of you who joined. Thank you to everyone who was a part of this launch. It was honestly so much fun. And I hope that today's podcast episode just gives you some insight behind the scenes of what that process looks like for us and how we got our best results ever. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs, 
We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.